Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You're listening to a Squabble Box podcast. Attack of the B-Movies podcast. This time we're doing it smooth jazz style. No, um, <laughs> Late night smooth jazz. You're, you're on the midnight shift. I'm John. I'm <laughs> my friend James. Today's our big epic Christmas episode. Um, and tonight we're, it's our Christmas special. We're reviewing a Christmas movie. There are plenty of Christmas movies that are horror movies out there. There are plenty of movies that people are like, oh, it's the best Christmas movie ever. And really it <laughs> takes place during Christmas, right? Like Die Hard. And I know yeah. that I'm not trying to start shit. I mean, Die Hard's a great movie. And it does yeah. take place during Christmas. So technically, it qualifies as a Christmas movie. But mm-hmm. to say it's the best Christmas movie ever because it's an action movie and Hans Gruber falls to his death, I don't know. Best Christmas action movie ever? Hands down. Yep. Now, for me, best Christmas movie ever would be Christmas Vacation. With Chevy Chase. I like, I like Christmas Evil, but in terms of non-horror, I don't know what I, what I would go for. Uh, for me, non-horror, it's like, well, to me, like the best comedy Christmas film is is Christmas Vacation, which now is 30 years old. And wow. it is such an exaggerated form. It's so legitimately how family is, but exaggerated. Mm-hmm. But it just, it, you, I can watch it over and over. Um, a Christmas Story is another great one. You know, there's been a lot of Krampus films the last five years, six years. Um, and this movie involves Krampus as well. Yeah, I've I've seen this one and I've seen Krampus, but I haven't right. seen any of the other Krampus ones. So. There's a lot of them, and this one is called Sleigh Bells. Yeah. And now the problem is that Sleigh Bells is a has a, it. There's a lot of strangeness surrounding the production of this movie. Uh, it was finished filming in like 2012 or 14. Yeah, because I I watched the making of and they and they that like day one I think it was like. 2012 2013 yeah when they and started it, filming yeah uh it, it stars barry bostwick who's actually very good in it yeah christina Klebe, who i think is she she did an admirable she she played the character how it needed to be played uh susan slaughter and um one hannah wagner aka hannah minks mm-hmm. hannah minks is interesting because i she was one of the first youtubers i actually ever really watched me and my wife used to watch her even okay and hannah minks was she was born in kentucky she studied she went to school in japan and she did these jwow videos japanese word of the week and she'd be on there 
and she had these like huge this is gonna sound stupid but she had these huge like eyes like her eyes just looked huge and like anime styled she also was <laughs> really huge and well endowed at the same time mm-hmm. and showed mm-hmm. off a good amount of cleavage <laughs> but she seemed like a genuinely sweet nice person and she yeah and we know people that had been in japan before and lived there for a bit and they're like she's pronouncing everything properly like she was very good at what she did and she was she was pretty she seemed pretty cool and again mm-hmm. she was like it was like a real life anime like character mm-hmm. and then she disappeared in 20 basically when this movie wrapped 2016 mm-hmm. i think is when they finished filming she disappeared no one did she stopped going on youtube right i'll, I'll right. get into it a little bit more later of what i've i've kind of found out which probably is what really happened i mean there's a lot of conspiracies about it but it, sometimes the the most con- sometimes the easiest solution is the the right one you know mm-hmm. uh she disappeared after the movie she was at one of the i think she was at maybe it was susan slaughter's house well she was at one of their houses for a um for a new year's eve party and then no one's heard from her but we'll give more to that later and also the fact that it took this long for this movie to come out and the worst part about that is this movie has krampus in it and santa claus yeah and barry bostwick plays santa claus and honestly I, there's a lot of there's been some good and interesting choices for santa claus right like uh I mean, goldberg played one goldberg kurt russell last year on netflix okay and he i didn't it was more of a family comedy kind of movie, but he did a good job, you know. But Boswick does a fantastic job. Like he, he, yeah. he, he plays. He's not phoning in it. But what? It, what it, if this? Too bad this movie was hung up in production hell till 2018, because mm-hmm. it would have been, I think, the first Krampus movie to market. I see what and, you're saying. Yeah. And I think it would have really helped the movie, um, mm-hmm. to some extent. But anyways, we we'll get into we'll get more into it. Uh, it was released eventually in 2018. It's not long; it's an hour 17 minutes long, and the plot's basically three YouTubers, three vlog vloggers. Yep. Um, want to explore? They're they're, they're yeah. It's funny. It it combines elements I love: Hannah Minks and um the other two <laughs> girls, and Santa Claus or AKA Christmas. Let's go with that because if I say yeah. Santa Claus, that's just creepy. And um, urban exploration. Because that's what they do. They go to what what like was like in Illinois. We have a place called Santa's Village, and I'm sure most states have some kind of amusement park like this. But it was basically a Christmas amusement park that was closed down and defunct. Mm-hmm. So they go there to celebrate Christmas, kind of. And um, that's where they end up having their adventure, and they're called the Adventure Girls. I want to say, yeah, Adventure Girls. Yeah. yeah. And uh, so, James, why don't you go ahead and start it off? You picked it. Well, we have, as I was saying, we have the three girls. Um, they're they're setting out on their adventure. They're they're in their uh, in their van, right? Um, which is very reminded me of uh, Scooby Doo, the Scooby Doo van. And yeah, it kind of did. You had three <laughs> attractive, you had three attractive chicks. All all of them have a different color outfit. Yeah, and it's very similar to the Powerpuff Girls. Mm-hmm. And they have a van. Nothing there sounds bad. Right, right. So, you know, they go to this bar. I think, yeah, they do end up going to a bar because they're, you know, looking for yeah, something. Yeah, they're doing shots. Yeah, yeah. And there's not many people there. There's the, there's a bartender. Uh, I don't know if I should say who she is at this time. I guess we can, 
leave that for later. But she's there, and then there's a oh, guy. Sorry, I forgot about that. Yeah, there's a guy who um, he's wearing a Santa outfit. Well, he's wearing the Santa like the jacket, right? And I think his yeah. name was Jerry. And then the, there's a cop, Sean, who uh, is also there. And the bartender is very. She doesn't like Christmas, but the, you right. know she's, the she's, girls are trying to. She has, she has tat- doesn't she have tattoos on her knuckles that say like "fuck Christmas" or something? Yeah. <laughs> And the girls are like all into Christmas, and she puts her hands down, and I think yeah. Anna Meeks' character is like, uh, okay, uh huh. Like it's very, it's very awkward. Yeah, yeah. Oh, another quick point: Richard Mall is in this. Yeah, I was gonna say. Now, for those of you that are over the age of forty, like myself, you'll remember him from. Uh, he was in a house. He was in a house. Scary yeah. movie two. But isn't he? Uh, wasn't he from Night Court? I don't know. Oh, see, that's because you're not over forty, are you? <laughs> Night Court. So okay. there, was a, there was a bailiff on Night Court. Night Court was a show that came out in the early '80s. Uh, it ran for six seasons, '84 to '92. Mm-hmm. And no, that's more than six. I'm sorry, eight. And he um, he played this weird bailiff that was bald. And he was a really nice guy, but he was just really strange, right? Uh, the, last, the last season of the show, there were these two old people following him around the whole time, and they were really bizarre. Mm-hmm. The last episode, they take him back home, and they beam aboard a spaceship. So <laughs> that's where I know him from, was from Night Court, which the first two seasons of the show actually was considered like, really, if, if for all things considered, since it was a comedy, it was considered like an um, actual somewhat solid procedural but anyways it was nice seeing him in this because i haven't seen him in forever. yeah I've seen and him now in... looking at his credits i go huh apparently he's been doing quite well yeah yeah <laughs> but he plays officer green but I don't, he's not in this scene i don't believe no he shows up later yeah, on he shows up later I mean, on yeah yeah i mean you know there was it there's a scene the bar scene the girls have a quick drink they get back in their van Right, so they continue driving because they they found out about Santa. They know about Santa Land, and because they want to go there and record for their channel, and they want to do their uh, Christmas special. Yep, 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 and, and see what they can find. You know, because they always try to bring back items or you know artifacts and whatnot, for lack of a better word, from from their uh, trips. And. Uh, and I think Alexi asked him, well, isn't this stealing? Well, and if one of them says, like, well, it's not stealing if they're dead or something like that. Yeah, something to that effect. <laughs> so that happens. And then they do look around and, and record some, uh, you know, Santa Land. They, they look through, I think, pretty much all the all the uh, attractions. And yep, yep. there's uh, one that's kind of a, a you know, a, a real life gingerbread house. And there are these. Uh, it's like a ride. They're like these bees, and it's, it's one of the rides there. And you would, I guess, the idea is, you, I think the they there's a cable that they go, they travel on on top of the on top of the cars or something like that. And yeah, so stuff like that, you know. It's oh, don't forget they have that bit. They're they're not really fighting each other, but they're fighting each other with the uh, was a giant lollipops or something. Oh yeah. And then, you know, you have giant candy canes. That, that, right. that, that scene may have been a, went on a little long, but it was funny. You could tell they were having, <laughs> tell they were having fun, like, 
making it, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, that does happen. And they end up, I think one of them. Here's was, a it, was, it a tu- was it a tunnel they go towards? Uh, I believe so, yeah. Bears and the, well, one of them here. Oh, the cap, the cap. Before they go there, the cap says something about bears. Yeah, about yeah. Them. And it, it's like all awkwardly said, like, "Oh, it, it's a bear. It was a bear attack." <laughs> like, hmm, right, because they hear something and they is it. And I think Alexi says, "Is it a bear? Is it Al Qaeda?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Comedy that won't make sense now because it came out too late. But yes, right. <laughs> Oh well, and I uh, like their I like the names of their characters. You had what was it Alexi, Dahlia, and uh, Sadie? Yeah, yeah. And they looked badass. Mm-hmm. They looked cool. I mean, I liked it. Well, I mean, long story short, at this point, I mean, they basically run into Krampus. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, they see him. Yeah, because he's. I, I he's believe kind he of he's kind of stalking them throughout. Like, yeah, Real, I mean, really. And I, I like. The fact that, like, in some things you have, like, the Krampus vision. So some of the colors are, yeah, the fact where you can tell, oh, it's from his point of view. Right. Yeah, which is kind of... I like that. Yeah, and what's neat about this is all the other Krampus films that have come out, which I have not watched all of, okay? But I've seen the commercials, and and I've seen, you know, clips of them and stuff. This, by far, is the best-looking Krampus. And it's not CGI, Right. All the right. other ones are CGI. This is a dude in a suit. Mm-hmm. And it's a, it looks fantastic. Which is yeah. why I said earlier that I wish this movie had come out when it was supposed to because it would have set the bar for certain other... It would have set the bar for certain parts of other Krampus movies. I think so too, yeah. Because the Krampus in this, who was, who was played by Joel Hebner, uh, who actually plays Officer Anderson as well. I mean, it, it's perfect. I mean, and it... And the scale of it, it's huge. It's got yeah. It's it towers over them. I mean, granted, yeah. their average, their, a woman's average height is like five, six. I want to say, five eight. Mm-hmm. But this thing's got to be eight feet tall, nine feet tall. I mean, it's, it's, it was, it looked really good. Mm-hmm. And it, and the and the you know the blood and the all the like other stuff in this movie. And to be fair, all the blood and gore in this movie looks good. Yeah, I think so and too. It's all, it's all practical. And it's all done well. Mm-hmm. Watching this, I thought to myself, this is a quintessential what we define as B-horror movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's not horrible. The acting's a little... It wavered between a little below average and average, which is fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it was practical effects, and it just it worked. All that looked good and worked. So yeah, they meet Krampus, and then they're running from Krampus. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And then, lo and behold, they meet Santa Claus. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's just like he's from a biker gang. Yeah, I was going to say biker Santa. Right? He's <laughs> biker like Santa, the best. Yeah. And the, the bandana, right? Looking quite badass for being what his age is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he was pretty badass looking. And, and he uh, tells them, you know, he's Santa, but they don't believe him at first, right? They're kind of skeptical about it. Which is funny because you just got chased by this creature. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And th- this is the part you're skeptical about. <laughs> so you're good with this giant creature chasing you around. This dude saying he's Santa Claus. That's the that's the line. <laughs> but uh, yeah, they have. A, there's a scene. There's some. There's a scene with him, and they end up interviewing him, taking some selfies with him, and uh, 
he tells him who did that's Krampus, his arch, like the devil of Christmas, I think he calls him. Yeah, I mean, I remember Santa attacking Krampus, right? And uh, well, it, we forgot that they don't believe somehow they don't believe he's Santa, but then when he puts the suit on, they believe him. Yeah, yeah, I did want to mention that too. He, I'm like, like, that's that really, yeah. but then again, anybody could wear a Santa suit, but anyway, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, that's. I was so, like, that's yeah. Cool. Then they believe he's Santa. I mean, well, then again, he does have that that uh, that's. I guess it's like a staff that he uses. Maybe I think maybe that helped too because of the magic. It's like it's. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That. Maybe that, even though they don't really mention it. Well, he mentions it to them, but you know, um, yeah. So he has his staff, which he that does come handy and handy later on. They interview Santa. Um, they learned that. Um, he started Santa Land and he wanted to bring joy to kids, you know, because of he wasn't really needed to make toys anymore, stuff like that. Right. Tell him that. It was like, oh, all these stores and everybody, they're just convenient. So, you know, that way I can't keep making, they don't want to make toys anymore. So I'm going to start my own business with his idea. So my daughter believes that people buy the gifts and then send them to Santa Claus to, for him to deliver. Interesting. Yeah. So, so basically, she she's. So she last year when she was seven, I think this year she pretty much knows. But when she was seven, she had this theory, and people were like, "Santa doesn't exist." It's you know, and she got pissed, and she's like, "He does." And he she explained it, and all and like all these kids that were like, "He's not real," suddenly were like, "Oh, that makes sense. I guess he is real." <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, "Damn, you're good." <laughs> so basically, Santa's just turned into like UPS. <laughs> yeah, you know <laughs> so yeah so yeah he wants to still bring joy to people and uh let's see oh don't they call oh before they meet santa don't they call the one girl's boyfriend for help mm-hmm. and he's and very he there like, and, he gets, and he promptly gets killed by Krampus. I, that does happen later but yeah he's not at first he's just kind of like oh i'm busy yeah because i remember um sadie texts him and he's like, I'm kind of busy. And then, you know, just kind of a, a, a two-word text, three-word text, whatever. And, uh, yeah, because you do, you do see the text on screen, which is, you know, modern film that, that is used often. Um, yeah, and then he does show up later on because she does call him kind of a thing. And, uh, yeah, that is pretty – I, I, cool. I think once she calls him and he shows up – it. It's not long before he gets brutally murdered. Yeah, I mean, I I wasn't expecting him to be ripped apart like that. You no, know, that was pretty impressive. Yeah, yeah, and they get covered in blood. It was so them getting covered in blood was so Evil Dead. It was awesome. Yeah, yeah. I thought once he got ran through, or once he got stabbed, like once it, the first hit, I thought that was going to be it. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, no, no, there was more. <laughs> <laughs> and the gore was good. It was it, it was it was good. It wasn't overdone. They all get splattered and they're screaming. And then they run off. Yeah. Uh, cop shows up. He get they, the, the cop doesn't really, really do much. I will say one of the issues I had, and I have this issue with a lot of movies. If you're gonna start the movie and say, and show like characters, and then say twelve hours earlier, mm-hmm. when you have a scene that takes place in those twelve hours where you're making it seem like you're gonna kill off one of the characters, you've lost the suspense of it. Yeah, I see what you're so saying. You already know they're. You already know they're in the beginning scene. Well, not beginning of the movie, but one of the earlier scenes. You already know right. they're there. 
Right. Yeah. Like, well, they obviously don't get killed. I mean, because I remember he was sitting in that chair and he was he was tied to the chair, right? Yeah. Well, don't forget the one the one girl was gonna was looked like she was gonna get killed too. Oh, okay. But yeah. like the whole scene, I'm like, well, she's not gonna die because she was in the twelve hours later scene or earlier mm-hmm. scene or whatever the hell you want to call it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but yeah, the cop too. I forgot about that. That he was tied up there. They did tie Krampus up and they were taking selfies and shit with him. Yeah, with the Christmas lights. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. It's like, eh, I would want something a bit more secure than that. Wow. I was going to trap him, you know. It is a Christmas horror movie. True. Yeah. Maybe it was yeah. thought that the lights were like kryptonite to him. I could see that. Yeah. But now it's not far. It's not far after this that we start finding out. And this is one of the things I don't think any other movie's done that's a Krampus movie or a Santa movie or whatever. Because there's not a lot. Of, I mean, okay, there are a lot of them that are horror movies, but you don't really, they, they don't hit the big timer. They don't, they don't go to the movie theaters, a lot of them. Mm-hmm. Him and Krampus and Santa are linked. Yeah. So I remember that. if Krampus gets hurt, Santa gets hurt also. Yeah. Which true. I thought was extremely interesting. Like it, it's like they're like you, the yin and yang, and that like you know, what one feels, the other feels. I thought that mm-hmm. was really interesting, and I thought this movie had a few things peppered in it that I'm like, man, a little longer, a little more character development because I liked I liked the characters, but I didn't think they were developed well enough. I fe- I mean I know the nine one one operator lady. I know she was a side character, but I do feel like the the joke of her being incompetent. I guess yeah, I would call her that. It was kind of overused. Well, the whole police department was like that. Though, like the guys, like I don't know how to answer the phone. Yeah, it's like that whole, all those scenes that they showed the nine one one people was kind of like, eh. Like I get what you're going for, but yeah, but you mm-hmm. can't cut the scene out because the movie's only an hour and seventeen minutes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But if this movie ran, if this movie had a runtime of about an hour and a half, like if you filmed an hour and forty-five, like if you had more development of the girls themselves. Yeah, a little more character development here and there. You wouldn't need that scene in there. You'd still be right. about an hour and a half. Right, so, right. I mean, I, I get why it was put there. You know, mm-hmm. yeah, I agree with you. I thought it was kind of like um, it was a very old school attempt at humor, and it just fell flat. Mm-hmm. There were a couple moments with the girls that were kind of like that too, but it wasn't too bad. Yeah, yeah. But uh. And even the, the, I was going to say the triple white creatures in the house. Oh, I forgot about those. And they're attacked. That was yeah. cool too. I like that too. He's like, oh. I about that. Yeah. So at this point, I think we find out about the bartender. So would you like to uh, inform yes, us? Do you find out that identity? she, uh, I guess, what? She was married to Santa before, right? And like, she feels that his business failed. And that she was basically being dragged down with him. Yeah, and that was basically why... Mrs. Claus. Yeah, yeah. And then she ends up, you know, she she ended up, uh, you know, getting uh, in a relationship with Krampus, which, yeah, <laughs> you know, was kind of <laughs> weird, but hey. didn't, see that, didn't see that coming either. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I, it, it, actually, in retrospect, thinking of it, the hatred for Christmas and the fuck Christmas on her knuckles. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I should have seen that coming. Mm-hmm. Maybe not the Krampus part, but the Santa part. Santa, uh, well, Mrs. Claus and Krampus take off in the sleigh because 
basically the idea is that Krampus will kill children and I think even their parents. Because I know one of the, there's a mother that gets killed by Krampus. One of the scenes. But yeah, basically to cause, you know, Mary Mayhem <laughs> um, is why they t- they take the sleigh. They're not there to deliver toys. They're not here to deliver toys. But, no, it's basically, uh, it's basically natural born killers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that happens and they, I, I think Santa, doesn't Santa, Santa gets shot in the head and then they decapitate him. Seems about right. Doesn't Maybe he shoot, I'm, doesn't, I'm, he shoot him, doesn't he shoot himself in the head to stop it? Yeah, and that doesn't and quite they, work. And then they decapitate him. Yeah, and then the sleigh explodes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what it, it did? I mean, it was it was a very like there was no showdown. Like it was uh, a very interesting ending. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought so too. And I actually thought it was actually a good ending because one feels one whatever one feels the other mm-hmm. feels right. So, mm-hmm. so yeah, uh, that's basically the end. And then they ride off into the sunset in their van <laughs> pretty much covered in blood uh cop goes with him though doesn't he i i think so yeah i believe but uh that's pretty much it that's like that's pretty much sleigh bells and honestly i mean the movie is directed by a guy named spooky dan presented by epic pictures i think it was yeah i've seen a few of their movies they're either hit or miss but yeah, I, I, I guess spooky dan's directed a lot of stuff i don't know offhand what i can click a link and find out I, I will say, acting wise, I think the acting was. Um, well, I guess the guy goes. The guy's name is Dan Walker, but mm-hmm. uh, it was written by Jessica Lurson and Dan Walker. The mm-hmm. acting I thought was solid enough for what for the kind of movie it is and for the budget it had, which I'm sure wasn't much. It doesn't say anywhere. Mm-hmm. I'm sure it they did fine, you know. Yeah. And I my only um. Thing, I, the only thing, one of the only things I didn't like was I wish the girls had done more ass kicking, and they really, they really didn't. Mm-hmm. This yeah, actually filmed, this is actually filmed in your neck of the woods, because yeah, California, I'm, right? I don't know if I've been to where it's been, where it was filmed. Yeah, Santa's Village, Sky Forest, Lake Arrowhead. Or it, was, it was filmed at Santa's Village. Oh, is that one? San Bernardino. Time, it looks San Bernardino like. National Forest. Yeah, I don't think I've Lake been, Arrowhead, Sky Forest. I haven't been there, but yeah. My only my one of my few gripes is that they didn't the girls themselves didn't get to do enough ass kicking. Yeah, I mean, as I, I badass as they looked and everything, I was hoping there would be a little bit more of because it's called sleigh bells, mm-hmm. and it's spelled B E L L E S, and yes. sleigh is S L A Y. So you assume they would do they would be doing more ass kicking, mm-hmm. and um, sadly they didn't, but it still was a solid movie. Yeah, it was enjoyable, and it was it was like it was just stupid fun. Like that's mm-hmm. how the best way to describe it, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, this Dan Walker guy, he does a lot of visual effects. Yeah, I mean, that may have Star Trek Beyond so um, caused the delay of the movie as well. If he's working on their stuff, but I don't know. But he's done a lot. He does a lot of visual effects. Mm-hmm. I mean, he hasn't done much. He didn't do much of it from 2010 on, though. I think he's tried moving more into directing and yeah, but he's, he's directed midnight ride, which was a, a short spook show, which was direct to video. Those were all in the early two thousands. Then sleigh bells. I don't know really where this guy has gone because mm-hmm. I think, I think he did an all right job, you know? Yeah. I mean, he, I would yeah. love to see a follow-up movie of these, of these three girls. Yeah. I think and so. there was talk about it. 
Actually, you have you watched the behind the scenes stuff or whatever, right? Yeah, so it's basically forty five minutes long. There's did, did they inter- did they interview? So I read an interview with one with one or two of the actresses from it more recently since Hannah disappeared, and they mm-hmm. said, "Well, you know, we liked her. We were we were we thought we were all friends. We just want to know she's okay." You know, that was their thing. They're like, "Okay, we talked about making a sequel." Mm-hmm. The two of them have to look for the third one. Yeah, that's true. And I guess they thought about making a sequel before, and then she disappeared. So it was like, well, shit. Because mm-hmm. I would not mind a, a, a series of movies with these with the adventure girls. Yeah, that'd be fun. I mean, because I mean, I would, yeah, I would like to have you know the same crew. I mean, because I, I, I speaking of the behind the scenes, they had you know they showed some of the guys working on the Krampus sculpt like the mm-hmm. head and hands and all that stuff and you know they're they're a talented bunch of people so you know if you could have them if they were to maybe work on another creature that'd be cool you yeah know. and it well you know what the what it reminded me i will say the other thing that kind of irritated me was the the pounding uh dubstep soundtrack that played the entire movie yeah i wasn't a fan of that not a fan i could have done better audio than that yeah that was kind of that was a little annoying and then um some of the so the filming was the filming the the cinematography was cool and annoying at the same time Mm -hmm. and it was cool because they would periodically switch to the view from her handheld from Mm -hmm. i think sadie's handheld camcorder but Mm -hmm. and she must have been legitimately filming it while they were running around the problem was that there was literally no stabilization or nothing. So it was extremely shaky. And there were, yeah. also, there were also a lot of weird cut scenes where stuff was like, a, like quick cuts of stuff where stuff was real blurry and stuff. That was a little bizarre. Right, but, I see what you're saying. Yeah. yeah. But overall, I, I enjoyed it. But yeah, um, what I liked about it, the look and feel of it reminds me of like the video game Lollipop Chainsaw or something. Mm-hmm. Like it, it was like watching it was like watching a video game with these three. Oh characters, yeah, you know, yeah, like yeah. Colored outfits and stuff, and you know. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I think it would have been cool to have seen more of them. And um, a few minutes. No, but I will say. Um, so I did do some research on Hannah Meeks, mm-hmm. and there's theories that she was kidnapped, she was murdered, she was this, she was that, she did all these, all these theories. Mm-hmm. Prior to her becoming super popular on Facebook, she actually legitimately would friend people. And some of the ones that were there in the original in the, at the beginning have said she left social media for multiple reasons. One was she um, had an issue with her agent and she lost the rights to the Hannah Minks moniker. And instead of battling and fighting to get it back, she decided that I think she had just gotten married to or something. So she decided right. I'm going to just get married. I'm going to stop doing it and have a family because I think right now she's only, she'd be like 32. She's not old. Mm-hmm. And I think she just, I, I honestly, it sounds like she just walked away from it and she was like, I'm done. And you know, honestly, who could blame her? Right. I mean, maybe she'll come back one day, but I think that's probably legitimately what happened. You know? Yeah. I, I think there's a feature that one of the features they talk about it. I haven't watched the other ones yet, but you know, I'm interested in their, in their take on it too. What, what the, you know, casting crew have to say about it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think that's probably the most mm-hmm. likely, I mean, I'm a conspiracy kind of guy, but 
if she was kidnapped and murdered or something, I mean, it would, you, I think that would have, we would have known that would be, it would be somewhere on the internet. There would have been something about it. Yeah. And like, yeah. what would have been the reason for that happening to her? You know, it doesn't make any sense. Mm-hmm. So hopefully one day we, we I, I think there was like a message that came out that was supposedly by her, but no one knows for sure if it was her. And it's like, yeah, you know, maybe it was, I mean, who knows? But I, you know, hopefully she's good. Mm-hmm. But yeah, this one, uh, this is this is probably. I can't say it's the best Christmas horror movie ever, but it's definitely one of the most fun. And you know, I usually watch a few Christmas horror movies around I mean, like this time Gre- of year. Like myself. Gremlins is a Christmas horror movie. Yeah, and and you know, usually I, I watch a few, and I I'd known about this one for a little while. I figured I should probably talk about it because I've been wanting to see it, you know, and. I got the movie uh, during one of the, there was an Epic Picture sale last month, so I figured, hey, why not? You know? Yeah, and it's fun. It's fun. It's yeah. Fun. Where was the sale at on their website? Uh, yeah, Epic Pictures. Why don't you ever tell me these things when they ha- when they're happening? Ah, uh, I will next time. <laughs> you, know, so, you know, since we review the same movies and all. Right, right. It'd be nice to do. It'd be nice to do it. You know, where it's not shady. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, they do have a sale off, and, and I believe Dread Center, which is a which is a sister company, does yeah, that, as well. Yeah, that's who actually did the movie. Yeah, that's who it was released by, or whatever. And you know, I, I you know I think Dread Center was pretty cool. I mean, I've I've gotten a, a box of Dread. I ordered from them. I typically don't do more mystery boxes, mm-hmm. but you know, I ordered one because they had some extra items in stock, and for the most part, I was happy with what I got. Oh. What, are they, what are they called? Dread Central? No. Yeah. Yeah, Dread Central. Right. Yeah, you know, the, to me, the, the horror movies we review generally are like, um, I almost want to say niche horror movies. Like, mm-hmm. to me, this is what they should be, you know? Mm-hmm. Like the mainstream ones, you know, it's the same old, same old. I mean, a lot of them. A lot of them sound. A lot of them started off as you know, uh, mainstream, or a lot of them started off this way and became mainstream. Mm-hmm. But it's nice to see companies still making stuff mm-hmm. this way. But yeah, I guess uh, for me, I enjoyed it. Check it out. It was. Yeah. It's, fun. it's just fun. Yeah, yeah. If you're, especially if you're looking for some Christmas movies to watch. I mean, yeah. And I guess that's it. So uh, Merry yeah. Christmas. For everybody and merry christmas and happy uh, hanukkah happy whatever you celebrate yeah 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 and um we will see you or you'll hear us again in the new uh in the new year yeah it'll be fun <laughs> <laughs> it should be <laughs>